Mattias was the CEO of a mid-sized human service provider. And as we were talking, he leaned back in his chair and sighed, I need people to think. They have all kinds of ideas that just don't work. I mean, the market's changing. It's like no one gets it. I hear you, David. I should listen. But what do I do when I can't use their ideas? Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without sacrificing your humanity or your mind in the process. Welcome to the 65th episode of Leadership Without Losing Your Soul. Appreciate you being here. Uh, This episode is a special one brought to you by our new book, Courageous Cultures, How to Build Teams of Micro-Innovators, Problem Solvers, and Customer Advocates. And it's special because this is the last show, if you're listening in real time, where you can pre-order and get pre-order bonuses for the book. It comes out July 28th. And so if you haven't got those already, what you want to do is go to your favorite retailer, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Independent, wherever you want to go, pre-order the book, whatever your order number is from your order, uh, go over to CourageousCulturesBook.com and it'll give you a chance to enter that. You can get your pre-order bonuses. We've got a number of downloads there. There's a Courageous Cultures quiz you can take, uh, self-assessment, all sorts of different uh, opportunities to invest in your own leadership with Courageous Cultures. So we're celebrating the launch. Book comes out July 28th. If you don't have a copy, now's your chance. Go get it. Let's get on to today's topic, which is what do you do when you can't use an idea? So the CEO that I introduced in the beginning of the program, very common complaint. I get I get so many ideas. Uh, it's like people don't get it. They just don't understand. And so it can get frustrating. And what many leaders do is they'll just default to it. You know, just do what I tell you to do. I don't, I'm not, not paying you to think. And when you hear that in yourself or in another leader, Uh, there's an opportunity there to redirect and help people to think more deeply and more accurately and have more valuable ideas. So here's a way to think about how you respond when you can't use an idea. We call this in Courageous Cultures, respond with regard. And there are three elements to it. First, you start with gratitude. Say thank you. In all of leadership, you know that you get more of what you encourage and celebrate and less of what you criticize or ignore. So if you want people thinking more deeply, thank them for the thinking they're doing, even if it's not quite as deep as you would have liked. So for example, you might say, thank you for taking the time to think about what would create a better experience for our customer. I really appreciate you putting your thoughts together and thinking deeply about this. Starting with gratitude, then go to information. You're going to add information. So you might explain what happened. For instance, you could share the process. If you were able to trial their idea or focus group it or do anything with it, let them know what happened. We were working with a large financial institution, and they had a really robust system for collecting people's suggestions. And when we were talking with an executive there, he said, you know, 50% of the suggestions we receive are things we're already doing. Well, it turned out they were not circling back and telling people that their idea had already been implemented. And so, of course, people were filling in the blanks, saying to themselves, no one wants to hear what I've got to say. They don't really want my idea. 
when in fact they were already doing it. It had been a good idea, and that person could have been encouraged to continue thinking because they had relevant concepts, relevant ideas, relevant solutions. 50% of their employees. So if you're doing something with it, let them know. If you run into problems testing an idea, can you tell them? Were there competing priorities? Did the solution break down or did it prove impractical? Take a few seconds to respond and close that loop and energize the person who shared their idea, even if ultimately you couldn't use it. Another way to add information if you're getting ideas that are off target or don't support your strategic priorities is to clarify your focus. Add information by clarifying the answer to these questions. What is it that matters most right now? What ideas will be most helpful? And what will a good idea achieve when it's put to work? If you can answer these questions for your team, they're much more likely to be able to give you quality ideas. So for example, you might say, so listen folks, our priority for the next quarter is to achieve 100% on-time delivery. We need ideas about how to speed up our QA process without compromising quality. We could also use suggestions that will help us to decrease order assignment times. And as you're communicating this message of what's most important and what great ideas will do and how they'll help, and where you need them, use 5x5 five five communication. When it's important, share those key messages five times, five different ways. When you're in this information conversation, sometimes if you're not understanding exactly where they're coming from, or you suspect they're not even sure where they're coming from, sometimes just asking, how does this work, can help both of you to focus. It's really a, a micro-coaching session. So somebody brings you an idea that feels a little off the wall and you're not getting it and you suspect they're not getting it, just ask them, how will this help us achieve the goal we're after? Taking a moment to be curious can help you uncover a great idea that might be lurking in there somewhere, or it can help your team member to understand exactly what a great idea really looks like. So for example, you might say, hey, thanks for thinking about this with us, starting with gratitude. Can you walk me through how your idea would help us achieve 100% on-time delivery? And you'll get different answers to the question. Somebody will say, oh, I hadn't really thought about that. In which case you can reply, cool, I'd love to get your thoughts on it once you have had a chance to think that through. Other times they might surprise you with a linkage or a connection or explanation that you didn't see. So you don't want to assume that it's off the wall. Ask that one follow-up question as you're adding information and getting more information about it. You might be surprised what you discover. At worst, you will have helped them to think more deeply. And finally, after gratitude and information, you want to extend an invitation. You've clarified the focus, you've given them more information, you've appreciated their thinking and sharing. Now it's time to invite them to keep thinking and to share what they come up with. So for example, you might say, again, thanks for thinking about this with us. We tried a similar idea last year and we ran into a problem. The QA team wasn't learning about projects with enough lead time. If you have thoughts about a way that we can implement your solution because that would be helpful and solve the lead time issue, I'd love to hear what you come up with. That invitation maintains the momentum, continues the energy, 
and help somebody who took that first step of thinking and took the time and had the courage to share it with you, thinking more strategically, more deeply, and coming up with ideas that are going to be even more useful. You've helped them to be a more strategic player on the team and a leader themselves, and you're helping your team, your business, to grow. Hey, this is Nora, and I have a question. Hi, David. My name is Jamie, and I'm calling in from Maine. My question is about... Hey, David. This is Julian from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. This is John from Colorado Springs. This is Johan White from Kingston. I have a question for you. This is Cynthia from Baltimore. Hi, David. This is Susan from New Jersey, and my question is... Hi, David. This is Dean from Denver. I would love your advice on this. I would love to answer your leadership or management-related question or question regarding any of our 65 previous episodes. To submit your question, head over to leadershipwithoutlosingyoursoul.com. You'll see a big orange button there. You can click that and you can record your question. Or you can just email it to me at david.die at letsgrowleaders.com. Today's question comes from Madhavi. And Madhavi is writing in response to a prior episode where we talked about helping everyone contribute game-changing ideas. In that episode, we talked about different types of people and what keeps them from contributing and speaking up and how you as a leader can help your people overcome some of those barriers. And in response to that episode, Madhavi said, Hello, David. This is very helpful. Breakdown of employees based on their traits is spot on and the tips provided to encourage them to be better contributors are very helpful. In addition, I also believe that individuals need to assess their traits and the traits they want to improve on so they could find a role that enables them to be successful and grow. Love your thoughts. Regards, Madhavi. And this is a great opportunity to clarify because, of course, we all have personal responsibility uh, for our careers, for our own growth, for everything that we're doing uh, in life and in work. So as a leader you want to be taking a look at how you can best help the people on your team to contribute. Uh, Whether that's in their own skill development, if it's thinking through the ideas that they're going to be able to come up with, uh, as we talked about in that episode and, and again today, what can you do as a leader to help people be more effective and have more impact and contribute at a higher level? As a leader, that's true for you and that's your responsibility. And Madhavi is absolutely correct in that all of us also have a personal responsibility that individuals do need to assess themselves and where they want to grow and find the ways that help them to be the most successful. So Madhavi, I would say that that is definitely a both and. It's very true that leaders can help and we can all help ourselves as well. And that's a reminder for all of us, I think, to be evaluating where we are and what's going on and asking, how can we, how can I develop myself? How can I take responsibility for my own leadership development? How can I invest in myself? And where the magic really happens in terms of teams and individuals that are all growing exponentially is when leaders take responsibility to create the environment and are constantly investing in people's growth and individuals take that responsibility for themselves. When you pair those two things together, you get some magical engagement, magical team, and personal growth. Madhavi, thank you so much for the question, and I will look forward to answering your question in a future episode. 
remember, when you can't use an idea that somebody shares with you, it's an opportunity to help people think more deeply and to get even better thoughts from them in the future. Take that opportunity to build momentum, to energize your people, and you're on your way to being the leader you'd want your boss to be. Until next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.